Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. When there is talk of gun violence, there are always several key issues. But it seems like lately, one in particular is rising above the rest. We know that a majority of our gun crimes that are committed out there are committed with illegal weapons. Illegal guns are fueling a lot of the injuries and homicides across the state. How do illegal guns get removed from the streets? Experts say there is no simple answer. This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. I get emails from politicians. A lot of them. Like, a lot, a lot. And while each email is different, many have a similar theme. They tout the accomplishments of said lawmaker. For example, I got one last week from Governor Whitmer's office about Operation Safe Neighborhoods. Operation Safe Neighborhoods began in 2022, where the Michigan Department of Corrections goes and checks in with those on probation and parole to make sure they don't have a firearm, which they are not legally allowed to possess. How big of a deal are illegal guns in Michigan? I called a guy who would know. Good morning. Hey, Lieutenant, how are you? I am good. How about yourself? Hey, I'm doing really well. Thanks for making the time. That right there is the voice of Michigan State Police Lieutenant Mike Shaw. We know that a majority of our gun crimes that are committed out there are committed with illegal weapons. So there's always an argument about guns and and all that kind of stuff. And we're trying to avoid that argument. What we do know is that illegal guns are, are fueling a lot of the injuries and homicides across the state and across the country. And it's important that our troopers are, in anything they do, looking for these illegal guns and taking them out of the hands of these criminals. The email I got from the governor's office said that over 400 illegal guns had been seized following over 4,000 check-ins in the last 10 months. This email came from a politician, so it must be a political conversation, right? Well, not if you ask Lieutenant Shaw. You're having a safety argument. You're not a politician. You keep the peace, right? Absolutely. And I think that's the part to remember. There's no politics when you've been killed by an illegal gun. It's not going to say anything on your tombstone about politics if you become a victim of a gun crime and it turns out that that person shouldn't have had a gun in the first place. So we're not opposed to people going and getting CPLs and doing it the right way and registering their weapons and following by the law. Unfortunately, what we're seeing is people that are not doing that. They're either breaking into houses and stealing weapons to be used later or, you know, through Operation Safe Neighborhoods where the Department of Corrections are going through and checking 
people that are on probation or parole that are not supposed to have firearms and finding firearms in their homes. So those are the guns that we're actually targeting when we talk about these incidences, not those that are carrying them legally. Do experts recommend things like Operation Safe Neighborhoods? Dr. Mark Zimmerman is a professor of public health at the University of Michigan and the co-director of the Institute for Firearm Injury Prevention. That particular policy is not focusing on legal gun owners. It's not taking away guns from legal gun owners and responsible gun owners. It's focusing on people who shouldn't have guns or are not allowed to have guns. Does it make sense that it could be part of a solution? Sure. I think the governor and the legislature are also seeing other strategies that also need to be in place. Developing evidence-based research and evaluation of different strategies. We see what works and then we implement those things that work. And we know that you have to do what I call a full court press. It isn't, there isn't a single solution. And this is part of the solution, but it's not the only part of the solution. Guns, gun safety, and gun control can all be touchy subjects, at least depending on who you are and who you ask. Dr. Zimmerman, our gun violence prevention expert, points to another example of a big change as a pathway to success. I use an analogy of cars. We have faster cars, we have higher speeds, we have more people driving more miles than we've ever had before, and yet we succeeded in making the cars safer without taking away anybody's right to drive unless they did something unlawful like drinking and driving and injuring somebody. We have been able to use all sorts of strategies, prevention, training, having graduated license and policies, better tires, safer cars, seat belts. 50 years ago when seat belts became required, there was a big backlash about that. And today, not a single person really gets into a car now without buckling in because we were able to change the culture on that. We at the University of Michigan Institute are focused on injury prevention. If you're against injury prevention, I mean, I don't know what to say. I don't know how that's a political issue. Lieutenant Shaw and his colleagues routinely take illegal guns off the streets during traffic stops and other encounters. So I wondered what he thought was feeding the problem of illegal guns on the streets of Michigan. And that's the, the tough part to kind of figure out where it actually goes. A lot of these illegal weapons that we're finding out there are either ghost guns that come into the black market of gun sales, so to speak. Um, but a lot of them are also parts of another crime where somebody breaks into a house for whatever reason, finds a gun, takes it on the street, sells it for whatever reason. And then that gun kind of makes its way through uh, the underground until somebody actually uses it in a crime. So, yeah, it's a, it's a tough process to follow. Also, we've seen instances where people have gone and bought guns for people that couldn't purchase them or in a straw purchase and then, you know, buy them and give them to those criminals for money. Money kind of drives a lot of the illegal activities out there and and it's involved in this one as well. That straw gun issue has hit home. Last July, Detroit police officer Lauren Kortz was shot and killed with a gun that was not purchased by the shooter, but by somebody else. Dr. Zimmerman says that because the illegal gun issue is complex, a single solution like Operation Safe Neighborhoods is just a start. 
I often talk to people and everybody thinks they have the solution. It's a complex problem. It's not just illegal guns that is relating to injury and death in America. And I think we have to think about the multiple strategies. Cracking down on, on illegal guns in Michigan, that, that's a piece of the puzzle, but it won't solve necessarily all of our gun injury and morbidity and mortality issues. It's part of a larger strategy. And I have to say, I think the governor and the legislature are starting to recognize that there are things to be done that we can do that will respect the rights of people to own guns, will not take away guns from people who are lawfully using them in legitimate ways, but at the same time implementing some policies and activities to reduce the potential for injury. Earlier, Lieutenant Shaw mentioned ghost guns, guns that are basically 3D printed without a serial number, making them hard to track, if not impossible. And while that is alarming, Dr. Zimmerman says that technology could also help with illegal guns and gun safety, too. I know that the technologies of iris recognition and fingerprint recognition for gun locks, that sort of thing, are increasing. The technology themselves are increasing. Those could be effective ways for people to have guns so that if they get into the wrong hands, they, they cannot be used. So I think there are technologies that could be out there that could uh, advance that. In terms of the ghost guns, I always wonder, like, well, why do you need a gun that's not traceable? If you're going to use it for illegal purposes, well, then that's a problem in and of itself. If you're going to use it to shoot other people or to hold up a bank, I mean, now, some people might say, well, that's so because I don't want the government to be able to follow me and I want to be able to defend myself in case the government comes after me. You know, that's a whole other story and a whole other issue that um, needs also to be addressed at some level. Dr. Zimmerman says there is no one solution, but he did tell me there is a singular place to start if we want to make progress collectively. We need to build back up trust in government, that government isn't necessarily a bad thing. I think we've done a disservice to our citizenry by vilifying our politicians. They're elected. We can change that if we want as a group. We need to build up trust between each other. That's part of, I think, the solution. And it's a long process. It's not going to happen overnight. But we do need leadership that we're seeing from the governor and our legislature from both sides of the aisle saying enough is enough. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful for the future. We have to get away from vilifying each other and labeling each other and really kind of rolling up our sleeves and say, we care about life and death in America, and we want to make it a safer place for everybody and not infringe on people's rights. And I think it's going to take all of us to do something about it. According to FBI data, about 16 guns are stolen every day here in Michigan. That means 16 lives could be forever negatively impacted by a gun that's in the wrong hands. And when it comes to Operation Safe Neighborhoods, that's not a gun take back. It's law enforcement. Remember, only legal gun ownership is a right. Today's big thanks go out to Lieutenant Mike Shaw and Dr. Mark Zimmerman for taking the time to chat with me. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Do you want that Daily J delivered right to you? Well, all you have to do is text WWJ to 20357 and you'll get it instantly. 
Message and data rates may apply. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.